Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. Oh, whoops. My bad. Boy, that crowd just sort of jumped in there early. Don't know how that happened. Don't know how that happened. They're just excited. Excited to be here. I am also present for those who are anticipating. This is Ryan. Well, that crowd was super, super excited to hear this guy, Ryan. What? Hey, man, how's it going? How are you doing? You know, who is the crowd that peers through the cage as we perform <laughs> the stage? Wait, peers through the cage? That crowd is just really... Uh, crowd went to bed. Uh, Crowd's done. Wild and free. Wild and free there. Yeah, the crowd, crowd, uh, they, uh, crowd had one last little gasp of air. They it's have like no... Fat uh, finger of the screen. <laughs> I'm trying to lock the device. For, uh, for us... <laughs> anyone who's ever been on who uh anyone who's ever made an appearance on uh our show is uh familiar with the crowd noise at this point familiar with the crowd noise. everything that comes along with that frankly i'm uh kind of over it a little bit okay over it well uh good that we spent the time to discuss it and to uh address it so are you saying you don't want crowd noise anymore is that is that what you're you... well uh we were uh thinking about getting extremely philosophical okay in this edition of the the program and uh the more i enter the realm of uh, philosophy and psychology the deeper I get into that pool, the more I hear that we shouldn't crave the adulation of uh, any group or person. So that maybe the crowd noises, maybe I shouldn't want to hear that crowd noise. What do you think about that? Well, it's a possibility, right? What I think about that, I think it all depends on your perspective because is the crowd noise good or bad right i mean i don't know is it good is it bad if that crowd is amped up because putting on a rocking show that they're excited to, they're 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 revved up to be there and you're rocking that crowd i think that's uh something you should seek it over other things not to the detriment of your personal health let's say or your uh Oh, your otherwise your other obligations right but like you know if you're you're performing a service man by rocking the crowd i don't i don't have necessarily a problem with seeking out seeking adulation to me sounds like uh trying to get my name in the papers but i don't know i don't, I don't know exactly how that, that all works i'm not old-fashioned i'm not really into newspapers so i don't really know how that all works but you know what i mean Uh, you, um, 
you mentioned uh, a few times in passing on the show about letting go of desire. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It helps me pass the time. What? How would you, uh, if I was a person that uh, never, uh, never cracked the, never, um, I guess, uh, how do I say this? When you're really into philosophy and psychology, a lot of this stuff, uh, you've spent time thinking about it at some point, right? Right. Maybe hours uh, thinking about it. And, oh, maybe years. Uh, yeah. You might take <laughs> it for granted that most people maybe don't, don't care, <laughs> really. You know, I, I, think just, that, I think that can happen with any specialty. You know what I mean? If you get super in the weeds on, if you're an engineer, if you're a doctor, if you're a, anything, anything where it's super, super specialized, right? Anything you spend a lot of time studying. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, talking about, uh, music, uh, as in depth as we do, maybe, uh, might be a little too much. Too much? For uh, some people, not not musicians, because I feel like, uh, or artists, like I don't think uh, we can get enough of hearing about the uh, creative process. Yeah, but, I, uh, yeah. I guess what I was going to say is for someone who maybe uh, has never entered uh, this type of conversation or realm of thought, how would you explain something as abstract maybe as letting go of desire to them? How would I explain? Yeah, how would you? Well, uh, where I'm at with it now is uh, I don't think of it like, I try not to pressure myself that I'm not doing it correctly or that it's not being effective. I just think of it as practice you know because i i don't know if it's possible to eliminate desire from if it's possible maybe other people can do it i i don't know if it's possible to do it for me because i'm just emotional person i guess but i look at it as an endeavor just like when you practice music you know the whole idea is just you get a little better every day if you just do it a little bit of each day you don't have to like eight hours a day, you can get there. That's fine. But like, just for enjoyment of, of, of a musical instrument, just a few minutes a day is enough. You know, if you're consistent, I think life is this way. Am I on a too far of a tangent? Are we, are we, are we syncing up here? Is that, I don't know. That's how I would start anyway. And then it kind of depends yeah. on what the other person. It kind of feels like, uh, we all place this immense amount of pressure upon our our consciousness or like at uh like it's always there somewhere just weighing us down unnecessarily this pressure of am i doing things right am i 
am I who I should be? Uh, a lot of that stuff, I guess. Life becomes this this uh, pressure field type of environment where, like you said, is it perfect? Um, maybe I don't have to worry about that. Like the the freedom, I, I, I guess um, there's a freedom that comes with that in a way. Freedom comes with without perfection, without the pursuit or the pressure. Yeah, it's we it's we run into the nuance of it all, right? Like you can't really you can't really be super definitive with this with these things either. That's another maybe that's why it's so fun to talk about, I guess. There're no wrong answers. You know, I think with when there's not a competition involved and it's, it's just a free form exchange like this, like podcast form. I don't think, I mean, unless you have someone in the room Googling fact checking, which is okay too, but I'm not saying anything wrong with that, but I just, uh, it's just sort of this, uh, even exchange, exchange of ideas. And, uh, I don't think there's any wrong answers, dude. I don't think there's any wrong answers in, in, in life. Like a lot of us choose our paths more than we realize. Not too long ago. I, um, I was listening to a a book about uh psychology, of course. And of course. Um, it was um mentioning the fact that of all the many people that that find themselves with what could be classified as a mental illness. Maybe the many many people, maybe more people than we think that find themselves in um, mental institutions of of some kind. Uh, the overwhelming reason, um, I guess, if they were to kind of do a survey or research into it, the overwhelming reason would be uh, because they weren't able to live up to an expectation in their mind whether that came from family or family's a big one right but big one. but just in general there was some type of expectation or standard that was placed upon them and they could never live up to it in their minds and that that manifested itself as some type of mental illness i could see how unresolved how that could uh, be quite devastating if uh you know if not addressed if not well the, and the reason i brought that up is because you said you know not trying to be perfect all the time mm. and I, I see a very strong correlation there to uh day-to-day -day living and uh the the pressure i was talking about and it's like why is that pressure there well there's some expectation 
that uh, whether I've fleshed it out in my mind or whether it's subconscious that I just absorbed somehow, there is some expectation that I have uh, uh, when I go out into the world. And uh, I don't think that's always a bad thing. Right, like I, I think it's no responsibilities too. are also expectations, right? right? And they can be good for us. I, I don't think we should abandon them. No, right. I think there's nuance in this uh, as well. I, I think maybe uh, one of the nuances is this expectation or standard something that I actually want for myself. Yeah, like where did it come from? Where the questioning, from? like, yeah. wait a minute. Is this my thought or is this a thought that I've, it's been on repeat so much that I think it's true, but maybe it's not true. I, I don't know. I have to question that. I realize that I'm very susceptible to uh, marketing, <laughs> to programming, to, uh, I don't want to call it propaganda, but like, boy, if you repeat something enough, you might think it's true, even if it's completely wrong. So I have to watch my thoughts and be try to, well, maybe just watching why I'm feeling a certain way and, and where, where did that come from exactly? Like, let me pause for just a second. It's hard to pause, isn't it? In modern life. Yeah. I, uh, we're, we're really getting, uh, philosophical here, but, uh, <laughs> good, like I, good. I do, um, you know, I often reflect back on, uh, on the conversations that we've had and the, the people that we've talked to and uh, the uh, the idea of living a life that makes you happy comes up so, so many times. And uh, like almost like it's... Uh, it's a mysterious thing to be able to do that. Like these people that, that are living a life that they want to do and have everything they want, so to speak like that. That's like this weird mystical goal that, that is so hard to achieve because so many people are stuck doing or being something they don't want to be. Maybe a part of you wants to be, you know, maybe a part of you doesn't believe what you're ca really capable of. I, I don't know. Or maybe not everybody figures out the timing. Some of us uh, learn things too old to make the change we would have made if we could have. Seems like there's lots of potential reasons. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like the most valuable thing uh, that gets mentioned uh, a lot is to to be free and uh, wild and free, or just free. <laughs> then it's have to be wild, I guess. Who's it? Is there? Who's the <laughs> idiot that's always saying that? I don't know. Some dude I know, uh, but free. You know, I, I think um, maybe people might misconstrue that. That uh, 
that little thing that I say at the end. Uh, oh, so there might be an association, uh, you know, if someone says, hey, let's just be wild and free, baby. You know, like there might be a, an association of someone who just, you know, like I'm just. Uh, what are you, a hippie, Ryan? Yeah, like it's uh, <laughs> like a party animal, maybe. Like, oh, that's just a dude that's going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a frat. You're a frat guy. Do whatever they want to do whenever they want to, you know, like shrug responsibility. Like I'm, I'm mm -hmm. wild and free, you know, like I don't. I don't accept it. And, and it's, that's not really what I'm saying. No, no. Do, would you like to maybe take a few moments to clarify what it is that you're expressing there when you're saying that, uh, that, that fantastic, uh, I don't know if I call it a catchphrase, but uh wonderful line of yours, sir. I, I mean, I've Word never talked about this, I guess. I'm not sure we, we really covered it in depth, but we didn't. Well, you think we ought an, not to miss it. I don't know. Think, just think of uh, an animal that's uh, wild and free. Like what? Like a bear. Yeah, like uh, it's just being what it was meant to be. Or like a little bunny. It's just, you know, it was meant hopping around. Yeah, it's just, just out there doing its thing. Doing its adorable little thing. Being adorable, also trying to evade predators and eat and live and survive and yet somehow they managed to be adorable at the same time okay i'm done done yeah i guess uh this whole conversation is just and and part of why i say that is i just want people to be themselves man i want people mm -hmm. to love themselves and I accept themselves. themselves yeah yeah I mean, I mean that might be part of the process too mm -hmm. you know so if you're wild and free, you're just being, if that makes sense. Yeah, we're, I'm, we're getting really abstract here. Huh? But, you know, like we don't allow ourselves to just be, which is, it's like we, uh, there's a, this constant comparison to, uh, am I normal? Am I doing what I'm supposed to? Am I? Uh, I can't wear the shirt. It might be a little too uh, outrageous, or I can't. I can't uh, have this hairstyle because, you know, people uh, think I'm weird if I have it. Maybe. I mean, everyone's artistic preferences are what they are. Right? There's no accounting for taste. You can be. Uh, can be what's the word i'm looking for B boorish or not boorish but you can have like you can have tons of money and have poor taste right and have something gaudy and not cool and then you can be artistically satisfying and you know, aesthetically pleasing and beautiful with 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 nothing minimalist you know sort of approach right i think there's uh yeah again nuance <laughs> Yeah, it's the, uh, I understand that there might be uh, an acceptable standard for most things, you know, which isn't necessarily bad in and of itself, you know, like an expectation, I guess. Right. But 
it can't be it can't be like letter of the law all the time like nuance i think is very important um i think a lot of times we want things to be black and white and uh it's just not it's not that easy no it's quicker sometimes but sometimes it it creates more of a mess if everything's in black and white making those rash decisions decisions (laughs) but yeah I just, uh, I hope for the beautiful listeners that uh, they're just being wild and free. That maybe uh, they've they've heard something along the way that uh, made them feel a little better better about themselves, or uh, made. Uh, made life a little bit uh, happier or make them want to take a step to doing something that's important to them whatever it is if you feel any any desire to do something that actually matters to you a little bit more because of listening to some of these really inspiring stories and having these kind of conversations and that's pretty cool that's how I, that's how I look at it Right. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, you, you, you wonder, right? Cause, uh, you do hear a lot about, uh, how antidepressants and, uh, alcoholism, excessive drug use and, uh, maybe overconsumption of, uh, media online or whatever just really has me thinking about uh, why do we want to escape so much you know don't get me wrong escapism is is a is a healthy part of uh, society I think like yeah I think if your whole life isn't dedicated to escaping then it has its uses for sure again the nuance right right (laughs) but uh, the amount of people that are that are doing it in a, in an unhealthy way, it makes you kind of wonder if uh, there is something common that makes people want to uh, escape mentally for some reason. Well, when all we had were were sticks and stones, you know, and even no fire. Um wasn't much that you could really escape. I mean, you'd come across what a tree with some delicious fruit that had a high sugar content. So you devour that and you're like, Whoa, that was amazing. Like all the little evolutionary bells and whistles maybe, go off in your brain, your brainstem. Maybe the stars were really bright that night. Yeah, maybe, you know, or you come across, uh, I don't know, maybe you try to consume, a something that has you have an adverse reaction you have a near-death experience or something that would take you you would escape from reality but other than that it's cold it's dark outside people who are hunting and gathering living in and on the ground and sleeping in tents or sometimes in trees or caves even like 
see how the, the our, our whole wiring is wired in such a way where that stuff is random and rare but we live in the future we live like kings and queens we i mean literally i think i said this the last time how you can go i can go anywhere within hundreds of miles and get free water i can go anywhere within hundreds of miles and there's that's plumbing no longer, that's no longer a battle the battle that it oh it, there's no battle i can uh I mean, I understand that there are people on the streets that have a hard time feeding themselves, but by and large, most everybody can still feed themselves. It's not easy. Life has crunched down a lot of people who are struggling, but I, I don't, I see a lot of people who are eating, you know, so there's food around, there's healthcare, there's, and we have, uh, we have it so good that there's nowhere to put pressure on in the usual way. So our mind plays tricks with us there, at least mine does. And I put this pressure on myself and I almost like self-destructively create chaos in my own life to make up for the lack of it or something. Maybe. That is, uh, that's, uh, one of the things that made me want to get philosophical was that, uh, I, and you're talking about it now, this weird, uh, pressure that we uh that we put on ourselves and and sometimes we don't know how uh how overwhelming that is because uh i'll, I'll share this uh there i was when i was doing um terribly uh with my mental health uh when i when I realized that no one is going to be able to uh, fix this but me, and I just need to start looking in the mirror and all that. So I would start, I'm like uh, thinking to myself, the moment that I wake up in the morning and that I'm conscious, I'm going to uh, start analyzing what's going on here. And uh, I would wake up and uh, first thing in the morning, and I would already have this feeling like something was wrong. I would, this feeling would come over me like, uh, like a pressure, right? You know, like it's similar to, uh, say you're you're trying to get somewhere, uh, you know, you're late and you're stuck in traffic, like this weird uh, feeling of angst or feeling of. And uh, so I, that's where it started. I asked myself, why is this the automatic go-to state of consciousness? And, and how long has it been this way? Is, is this just how I operate? I find it fascinating that it's so easy to become bored and bothered and, and like, you're like concerned that you have to get up and go to, go to work that day, let's say, and all it, like it sort of sours the taste of the morning for you, maybe let's say, and then like, actually you're really just lying in bed. Like you're actually just lying down in a nice comfy bed. Well, having these anxious yeah, thoughts. Exactly. exactly. At least, at least so, I am. I have like, I, yeah, I well, this is, I'm talking from my perspective. But I, 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 that's how I, it's I so funny to uh, believe that maybe there are a lot of people that that uh, don't realize that that's their default go to default. yeah yeah and so 
it's something to think about, right? Like why, how did this, how did I end up here? Did I, did I make a choice at some point? Was I, was I taught a lot of wrong things uh, at some point that I believed? Is there something uh, physiologically wrong? Did I, uh, is there something I'm putting in my body that I shouldn't be? Like, it, there's just so many, so many questions you can start to ask yourself. But I guess that really sticks with me because there's nothing to be upset about. Especially the first thing in the morning when you wake up. I'm sure there's always exceptions to this. If you just have right. someone close to you, right? Nuance, right? Someone close you pass away or some tragedy, yeah, I right? I think that goes without saying, right? I would think it would go without saying, but it's funny how your mind will, my mind will convince but, me that there's something wrong. Yeah. But Weird. Yeah, I think it's important that we acknowledge the nuance, you know, it, like you said, if my dog passed away yesterday or whatever. Yeah, I'd be know, pretty I, messed up. Yeah. There might be some residual. But on a normal day, when a few days to mourn the dog, geez, you know, on a normal yeah. day, there's nothing to be upset about, I guess. Yeah, I mean, man, we're this is like a we're we're getting uh, what's this show called inside the what is it? shades of philosophy inside the yeah. inside the the brain wave. I don't know inside the. Inside the thought, is it a thought? I don't know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one step deeper on this topic. One step okay. deeper, just one. Now, where is one step in the? Okay, if the topic is your standard swimming pool, and then we've been, we're, what part of the pool have we? We're in the kitty side, going in the deep end, or are we in the middle side, going to the deep end, or where are we? You know, I think most of us. Uh, we want our feet to be able to touch the ground okay. in the water. Like we don't, we don't want to swim out to, uh, to where we don't, we don't know. Bounce on tippy toe if I have to right there. Yeah. So right where my, my chin's above water. So the, one step deeper is that my chin's above water, but my feet are no longer tiptoeing on the bottom. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I, and honestly, I don't even know where the conversation would have to evolve to, to get to the point where my feet are no longer touching the bottom. Of the okay. Pool. I don't, I don't know. Okay. That's fair, fair play. But, um, one step deeper. We might, maybe we're going too far. Maybe we should just talk about David Bowie or <laughs> David Bowie. Or, uh, you know, we usually talk about music legends on this show. That's always fun to do. There's so many of them. Yeah. Fun to, fun to talk about and reminisce and Van Halen was the last. Uh, uh, yeah. But, uh, since we're being philosophical, I, I do want to share this one thing. I think it's important. Um, like if I were to picture myself right now, if you were to picture yourself, um, like if you were the camera looking at yourself right now, what would you see? 
Well, the camera is facing me right now. Right. And it, I'm seeing me seeing the camera. So it sees me in a headphones on, talking to the microphone, red shirt. But you're you're looking at the camera, right? Now I am. Sometimes I look at me, sometimes I look up above, sometimes I look uh, at the wall behind me, but through the camera. I don't know. That to me, that's kind of, I I think that was the root of the problem for for me. Like, Hmm. I was looking at the camera in, in the sense that when I saw myself, it was how is the world affecting me? Like, that that's like, how is everything affecting me? Like, it's the camera's pointed at me, right? But, you know, I heard it said, is there a way that you could turn the camera so when you're looking at yourself, it's actually from going inward? Like, is there is there a way to look inside instead? because it's really easy to just operate in this. How is everything affecting me instead of uh, taking one step back and, and uh, operating from the inside out, I guess. The way that I see it in my head to operate from the inside, how to shift that lens is to quiet the, 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 the voice that talks sub vocally in my skull. The one that like, directs things and narrates and talks all the time. A lot of times I, I, I'm, <laughs> I like to think out loud, so I'll throw that stuff out anyway. But that chatter is going on in my head constantly, right? And the more I can pass the time trying to let go of some desire, trying to quiet the chatter in my brain, the more I can feel what I'm actually feeling. And instead of having to take the extra time to process the thought of words on top of that feeling, I'm just feeling the feeling in and of itself without having to like label it, just experiencing the feeling. And that's, that's the starts the process of like changing that lens up. So instead of staring at the camera, you're using the camera to look on the inside and that's where you're looking is on the inside. I think that inside level is the emotional level, a deep, like I said, one step deeper, the, the deeper level, this, this gut level reaction that we all have to things. It's, we have a system one, as uh, Daniel Kahneman talked about, like the, the, this like real like ancient thing in our lower brain that has feel, feelings as its primary thought process. It doesn't really <laughs> think in, you know. Man, Hello? No- I may have knocked my cord. Can you hear me? Yeah, there was a. That was a. Like you were in an airplane there for about. Ha, might have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I bumped the connection to everything because it's. You know what's amazing? It's a. It's a such a futuristic machine that I can connect fifty things to it from one USB C. But then if you bump the one USB C, <laughs> everything goes ah. So my All apologies. The universe crumbles. Yeah, I was really getting into this conversation about this. Uh, the foundation of the universe. Yeah. Well, that really has me thinking because, um, like, when we're out on the road, for example, right, we, we're not, we can't just drive down the road. 
and and enjoy the ride because we're so focused on how everyone else on the road is affecting me uh, or how the uh was the light long enough or oh man i you know like we're so we're it's like we're always trying to find how the world is negatively hurting me or uh, how i'm being victim how i'm being victimized i guess it's like that's victimized you know how i view the road analogy so i think the number one problem with drive because i'm on the road a lot right and i observe the number one behavior that leads to all the problems the car accidents getting pulled over tickets and this whole being in a hurry it's this short-sighted mentality where they're literally only looking at the car ahead of them as the obstacle so they'll creep up on it because with some obstacles you want to just approach you know with most obstacles approach it go take care of it but the real obstacle isn't the car in front of you it's the totality of the traffic ahead of you so we get short-sighted and we just sort of like focus on what was right in front of us when if you if you maybe pump the brakes and back up a little bit just relieve some of that pressure and look out and above you can kind of understand wait there's another car in front of that car so if i tailgate this car the car ahead of them slams their brakes it's dunsky we're all getting to an accident you know you know what i'm saying it's like it's the you know, people are in a, such a rush that they're not like looking at the big picture because they're they're not seeing the forest for the trees you know uh, you know i will say this because uh i'm not uh I don't. I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm some, you know, self-actualized, like perfect. Uh, oh, I can assure the beautiful person. listeners that, that he is not. And I'm going <laughs> to illustrate that by sharing. Neither am I. A game that a game? Uh, I like to play on the uh, freeway. Oh boy! The uh, 75 mile per hour zone. I'm very excited. I, I'm terrified as well. Go ahead. It's a, a game, game that. Uh, Maybe it's a social experiment, too, in a way. Oh, my God. Social experiment. Um, the game is called, How Fast Do You Really Want to Go? <laughs> so if I'm in the fast lane, okay, I'm going maybe about uh, 82, 83 miles per hour. Such right? a Ryan game. In a 75. And you're I'm going how fast? Hold on. You're going how fast in the 75? I'm in the fast lane, maybe going like about 80, 82, 83. Okay, so about eight over. Yeah, not. Okay. Not, it's a lot, actually. It's not five it's over, enough, I'll tell you right, that. Right. It's enough. So, yeah. I, so fast lane. I'm in the fast lane, and Fair. then someone comes up, you know, speeding up behind me and um, seems like they really want to they really want to get around me or they just really want to move you over way yeah. faster than I'm going. They're probably going 95 to a hundred. That's what you're saying. Right. So that is when the, how fast do you really want to go game kicks in for me? Uh -huh. At that point I hit the gas and I continue to accelerate until I figure out where they're not willing to continue to accelerate. If that makes sense. Uh -huh. So I, uh, when they're right behind me, I hit the gas and I'm like, okay, how fast do you really want to go? I just want to know. I, like, I want to see how fast they actually intended to go if I were out of the way. 
Yeah, I feel like this game is an ancient one, and there's a name for it. It's called racing. <laughs> no, it's not racing because they're behind me. <laughs> yeah, that's so just because I, the starting so position, Ryan. No, it's they're insane. behind me. So I. What do you think NASCAR is? Do you think all the cars are exactly the same? No, they're, they're behind no, each other, man. The the whole point is to see how how long they were willing to accelerate. <laughs> For, so no, I yeah, I get, I get it. How fast they were. It's a game of race, racing chicken, racing chickens so, in the yeah. car. Or uh, can we get to felony speeds for a very, very dumb purpose? Uh -huh. What it should be called. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I've done this a few times. And uh, I found out that most people don't really want to go more than 10 over. Like at, at about 10 over. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. And most people, you got the, you'll have the one off dude that is going to want to go 100. Right. And I let them go. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I think I've gotten up to about uh, 110, 115 miles per hour. Which is felony speed. Okay, all right. Uh -huh. But um, <laughs> it was in the it was it was part of the scientific method. Scientific, yeah, scientific method. Uh, you cannot confirm to, or deny that this actually when the details of when this took place. Uh, it was another Ryan. But uh, actually, uh, I think I heard someone else say that they did that. Right. Okay. That was my friend. Um, I heard a friend of mine tell me the right, story once. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I heard it on a, another podcast. Someone did that. I think uh, that top but, speed, if no one else is around and you're not weaving in and out, the people who want to go 95 and weave in and out of traffic, you, you have a death wish and you're going to hurt somebody. But the thing is, man, yeah. I found it very funny because they only wanted to go maybe two to five miles per hour quicker than they were going and that that to them was worth the i've been in multiple horrific acts i was in a horrific accident on the freeway because people were too close together yeah it took me like six or seven months to recover before that i didn't really notice you know how close people were to me yeah usually. Um, so that's kind of part of it. You like, I'm trying to justify my stupidity. Um, <laughs> but I, I just find it funny that it's more so I think in people's heads, they want to feel like they're not being held up more so than they even actually want to go fast. Yeah. It's this weird roadblock that, that oddly the answer is to, Instead of trying to plow through, it's like just release, it's cruise back, get in the other lane, give that person a chance and time to move, and like things will resolve themselves. If, but it's like they'll take longer to resolve themselves if you add more pressure to the situation. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, you're. It's just funny, right? There you are. This. Uh, it is. And I'm sure you, I've noticed it being out and about. I'm sure you have too, just how, uh, you're right. That's right. The, this desperate need to be in a hurry is, is pr really what causes the, uh, and it's like for no reason, like, okay, you're already going at godlike speed. Like imagine, I understand that you're not physically running that fast, but if you were standing and a car was passing you at 55 miles an hour. I mean, 55, not 65, not 100, not just 55. 
and you were standing and they pass right by you close enough that you're like with an arm's length let's say not to hit you just to pass by you because that's where you're standing I mean you feel the wind compress and like you there's, there's literally like a shift in pitch if it's making noise like redshift you know what I mean like it's literally you, you can't run that fast it's impossible you know you can't run 55 miles an hour so it's literally like this godlike skill that you have that most people most Americans still can just like hop in a car somewhere and just you know pedal the metal get get to where they're going we get caught up and tied up and you know we don't we don't maybe we don't manage our time or maybe just like so much is demanding on our time and we uh yeah we act out in ways that we don't really realize affects everybody around us because it affects uh the the accents in the area and the general tone of a city i think is also the traffic is also a big big uh, it sets the tone i think for the day-to-day of a big city so i feel like i'm pretty fortunate man people here are pretty nice like by and large except for the jerks like you that had that play this race this uh how fast you want to go game you're the you're the you're the driver i'm flipping off apparently you know i i i kid i kid i would i would love to put uh maybe we can poll people on the social media or something. we could uh, to get their opinion on the how fast do you really want to go game <laughs> is that just really would you play that game like would you would you oh for sure i have well the thing is because you do run into people that uh you know, you're going to have to get well over a hundred miles per hour to uh, call their bluff. And I, yeah. I just, I, I'm not going to do that anymore. I mean, I'll go 10 over. And then if I'm really, if there are just a lot of traffic and I can't pass as a semi or something, maybe 15 over in that situation, even then it's, it's too much. Like usually I'll just try to get over and let the person just move on through. And then I just get back in the lane and just keep doing my thing. I will be completely honest. There, there is a section of, of the, uh, the road right before the exit. Uh, that I get off on, um, that I normally get off on. There was about uh, a two or three mile stretch where uh, I observed the uh, the surroundings and and the way that the the road was uh, situated there. So uh, there was no place for a cop to park. <laughs> Uh-huh. from there was a certain marker and I, and I noticed this if once i hit this marker i could go pedal to the metal from there all the way to my exit so i would usually get well over 100 miles per hour there oh yeah of course know. naturally and uh <laughs> but this was before i had the, the existential crisis you know like the uh the finite nature of this life that uh Okay. You know, I no longer do that kind of thing uh, on a regular basis like I used to. Yeah. So, uh, for anyone wondering. That's good. I'm, I'm proud of you. What did you end up, you know, existential crisis, you got up and over. So, do you still play this game of uh, how fast do you want to go? Is it still a regular i haven't played it since the last time i played it which was before the before paradigm shift the paradigm shift 
or the hard hard stop. Right. <laughs> right. It could you could call it uh yeah, yeah. It's a good it's just a great phrase, turn of phrase. I enjoy that phrase for whatever reason. Um Bottom I, line is Oh go you're gonna let some round out there. Bottom line is we want people to be happy. We want people to uh, smile a little bit. We want people to maybe uh, think about themselves in uh, a, a way to where, you know, I never really valued this part of my personality, but you know that it's a pretty good part of my personality. Or we do want I people to slow yeah. down, right, on the freeway, right, slow down. That's in there somewhere too. I think. Yeah, it's better. It's better. Just chill out, guys. Go to the, go with the flow of traffic. It's just your life will be so much well, better if you can structure your life so you don't have to be in a rush. You're just gonna feel better. I think. You you know what I've discovered is if you turn on the GPS and put your destination in, it'll tell you how long it'll take if you just go the speed limit. How long it take you to get there approximately? So you actually don't have to stress about am I gonna be late. You'll just know. And you don't have to speed. It's incredible. Modern technology. It's just brilliant. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's fun to go fast in cars. I, I know. Go fast when no one else is around and not it's when you're drunk. Well, not you, not not you. I just mean people in general. Uh, I know you don't I've drink driven, a drive. I would never. Huh? Would never. Uh, something like that. Never. I wouldn't either. I just, I just think that, uh, you know, whatever, just call a call a cab or whatever you know lock that car just uh you know, be safe folks drive safe um but yeah we're, we're speaking of hard stop i think uh we might have disappointed people that were tuning in tuning Dis- in and hopes disappointed we for all, solely the people that were tuning in to hear us uh bicker i think we're disappointed tonight. what are you talking about bicker i what do you Nonsense. We're, we're the best of we're we're the best of friends on best of terms. We've never bickered once in the entire history You're of the right. show. Certainly not on air. Right. There was this, Certainly not in front of like actual professional musicians. Yeah, there was this weird, <laughs> we're amazingly talented. This weird uh, feedback uh, that we'd get about how it's uh, funny when you guys fight on air, and uh, I didn't know what they were referring to because we'd never done that. Who even knows what that was about or what okay. the feedback, uh, maybe that's a, we should send out new surveys and see what the feedback is. I think, you know, uh, I think uh, we do okay, man. We're all right. I just felt like getting philosophical tonight for some reason. You want to be a little heavier, go, go a step deeper in the pool. The, full, the, the, the music show, the philosophy show masked as a uh, music show. Music show masked as a philosophy show? The philosophy show masked as a music show. Yeah, sounds, sounds right. Inside the sound. See, I tie that in there. It was brilliant. Inside, well, it, I guess it was... Uh, inside the sound of what though you know the sound of of uh, nature because uh because you know all, everything is vibration anyway so it's all about the uh, breath and uh, it's all about the breath. 
It is in the vibration, the resonance, and the frequency, uh, and a few other things. A few things. Man, we're gonna. Yeah, we better stop. We better stop before we start talking about life on other planets and. Yeah, man, I think that's good. Government uh, conspiracies and. Uh, eat when you're hungry, right? Uh, sleep when you're tired. Let your body rest. Uh, don't don't uh, don't deny that internal clock that says uh, it's time to go. Beautiful yeah, listeners, but, I just want you to be happy out there. I want you to. Uh, I don't want you to have that pressure of uh, of an expectation that you don't uh, don't want for yourself, but are doing anyway for some I would, reason. I would say, if I had a word of wisdom, I would say, uh, be mindful of where your thoughts take you. Let be mindful that's of where good, your feelings yeah, yeah. and how your thoughts connect and where they take Because I don't want to come across as the guy that's like anti-establishment. Uh, no. Do, don't do the normal. You know, like He's I, a rebel. He's a fighter. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying to say because um, – and it's like you could – but also saying, well, a person could choose to live a very normal life. There might be a I, – I could see how some people might – be able to take that as like condescending oh it's just a normal life you know but normal that's okay it's like if you're doing something that uh a lot of other people have done that's and you're happy that's fine who cares right i think uh normal actually means that growth and struggle should be included in there somewhere that's what normal was for human beings for untold thousands and thousands untold millennia right untold eons normal is struggling to survive and if you're if you're putting pressure on yourself maybe number one pump the brakes and number two look around and see Hey, can you eat every day? Can you drink water every day? Do you have a roof over your head? Take care of those basic things, right? And then, you know, when uh, when that's handled and you need to do something more than that, figure out what it is that you want to do, like an aim for the, the thing that makes the most meaningful sense to you. has to have meaning. Spend your time doing that. I think that's a good direction to head. So that, that's, that's my, my two cents anyway. It's my my uh attempted wisdom for the day what about you man i mean we've, we've done a lot of philosophizing here a lot of, a lot of thinking out loud here but i'm wondering if you have any other words of wisdom you'd like to you're ready yet to share for beautiful listeners let's just be wild and free baby hopefully their brains aren't melted and dripping out of their nose <laughs> and with that image weird. Yeah, no, it's great. That's we can all understand as intended. That was just fantastic. Thank you. And uh wow. Beautiful listeners. You know, we if love you. One thing we can't predict. Thank you. No. That's what we are going to discuss from one. Yeah, no, that's next. One to the one of the next uh yeah, for sure. Well, this has been great. Folks, uh bye. We love you. Bye.
Yeah. How fast do you really want?